Today's episode of Jam Session is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling sports and music tickets. Other sites have gone back to the same old tactic of showing you a lower price and then charging huge fees at checkout. But at SeatGeek, the price you see is always the price you pay. With SeatGeek, there's no guesswork. You'll know exactly how much you're paying, where you're sitting, and whether or not you're getting a good deal, all right from your phone. So drop your old site and experience buying and selling tickets the way it should be. To start using SeatGeek, download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. While you're at it, make sure to subscribe to our newest podcasts, The Watch, Keeping It 1600, The Ringer NFL Show, and The Ringer NBA Show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and even Google Play Music. That's a new one. Check it out. Also, don't forget to watch After the Thrones. That's our Game of Thrones recap show that airs on HBO Now, HBO Go, and even HBO Proper. It's available every Monday. Winter's here, and Chris and Andy are ready to break it down for you. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. We've and- got breaking news that we're going to get to. A lot. It's something very important to us. We're gonna, are we going to start with it? Yeah, but just so you guys know, we're also going to be running down uh, the Kardashians in Cuba. Yeah, we got some thoughts about that. The new baby Gosling. Pun intended. Yes. And finally, a hot new couple on the scene, Jenny Slate and Chris Evans. Oh my but God, first, so many takes. Okay, our let's favorite go. couple, the first family of our hearts. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner are in Paris. They're with their kids. They're making out. They're making <laughs> they're out. They're making out in Paris. And People Magazine says they want it, that Ben wants to reconcile. Wow. This is really dramatic. So why are they in Paris? Just for a family vacation? I'm sure that they're also promoting something. Something. I mean, oh, maybe there's like some Batman duties going on. Yeah. I think he's always just selling himself at this point. That's kind of the Ben Affleck career trajectory is give me attention and then money <laughs> give me for attention that attention. Or give me death. Honestly, um, not a bad, not a bad strategy. It's true. Five days ago, the Daily Mail ran a story called All Caps Picture Exclusive, Ben and Jen Reunited, a strange Affleck and Garner appear closer than ever as they enjoy family holiday in Paris amid claims they, quote, were kissing in hotel bar, close quote. Okay, so let me, I want to start here. Okay. How do you feel about a divorced couple living on the same property as they are reportedly doing and then going on family vacations together, quote, for the sake of the kids, unquote? Um... I feel mixed about it. Okay. On the one hand, I think it's nice to try to like maintain normalcy for their kids. Sure. But on the other hand, it must be very confusing for them. Like, are their parents together? Are they not? Yeah. Are we like, do we have one house? Do we have two. Like, it just must be like just a challenge, especially yeah. for the oldest, for Violet. Who seems the most aware. Yeah. In the the truly tragic Vanity Fair article, Jennifer Garner mentioned that Violet was sleeping in bed with her because she was aware of the changes. I agree with you. As a child of divorce, this is confusing. You need to (laughs) set boundaries, okay? And making out in Paris is not setting boundaries. And also, uh, if you're going to go on a vacation, like, don't alert the paparazzi. There's a lot of photos of them eating ice cream, which looks delicious, all over Paris. (laughs) Looks wonderful. (laughs) Um, Separately, we're both going to Paris in the near future. I'm going in September. I plan to eat gelato and also make out in Paris. (laughs) Some of my plans. (laughs) With anyone in particular or just like whoever comes along? Yeah. (laughs) Chris Evans, whoever's on the scene. Whoever's available. First available. Um, 
There's this couple. They, they're in this band called Johnny Swim. It's, okay. It actually happens to be Donna Summer's daughter. Great. And this other guy who she married. And, and I know about them from a Steph Curry Instagram video. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a video of them singing La Vie en Rose on like the on like some bridge over the Seine in Paris. And so I think you've tried to send me this video before. <laughs> you've been like, isn't this a beautiful example of love? And I like broke out in hives. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so between Affleck and Garner, um, making out in the hotel bar allegedly mm-hmm. and the kids having ice cream and this Johnny Swim video I've got like a lot of expectations going into my fall Paris trip did you just learn that Paris is the city of love um no <laughs> however had like have thought you about it in those Amelie? terms before last time I was there the Euros were happening and I didn't know about the Euro t- like the soccer tournament okay and I was staying at like some you know like hostel or whatever I was 18 right. and um, the Greek team like had some big upset over who I think over France perhaps okay and like people were like banging on windows all night long and that really stuck in my head as like okay. my first like big trip as like a uh, without my parents you know so that so I think of it as a city of soccer not okay, a city of fair love enough. all right it's it is sometimes, you know, featured in romantic films, just from time to time. Like, not a theme or a motif or anything for Paris. Don't worry. No one associates it with love. I want to ask you one more question okay. about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner making okay. out in Paris, which is, how do we feel about this for Garner? Um, Great question. The, I... the source in People Magazine says that Ben wants Jen back. A source, and I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to read the full quote from the source. Are you ready? Ben wants Jen back. Ben wants to get back together. He wants her back. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know, just in case it wasn't clear. <laughs> According to this person talking to people, Ben wants her back. Well, I like that she's in the power position. Sure. Number one. Number two. Is she, is she in the power position? Well, she, I don't know. She kind of made, she, she's been making him look bad in general, I think. I mean, That's he's true. doing it to himself as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel so conflicted about this. Like, I like like to believe in them as like a wonderful celebrity family. But at the same time, it's really hard to support Ben Affleck these days. I mean, I want Jennifer Garner to have the dream of dancing with her husband at her daughter's wedding. <laughs> that's a great point. I want that. I, you know, that's still, and I hate weddings and it still sticks with me as like a really <laughs> important thing. But I, I feel that she, it would be a sign of weakness and also possibly a mistake to let him back. I, it's just kind of like, we know, we know what's been going on. It we seems have like seen he, the yeah. destruction. And he seems like he's very cyclical in what he does. Like this, we, every, every move he's pulling, we've seen before. It's, it's like 10 years ago. It's been a year of wine. And like, I support <laughs> for her, for you or for both. <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> for us as a nation. And like, it's fine to have a year of wine. I hope that she'll have many more years of wine, but like happy wine. You know, I don't want another year of sad wine for Jennifer Garner. It's also just like, in general... I I am very, very skeptical of round twos for, mm. like, most couples. Guys. Can you name a... a successful one? I can't think of one off the top of my head. No. I'm trying, and... trying to think of other, like, celebrity ones. I'm trying to think of any in my personal life. I it's have tough. Couple... Yeah. It's not. It's just. If you have a big schism like that, like, a, how do you, like, ever get trust back? I don't know. As, a, as someone who's, like. <clears throat> I mean, as we learned from the film uh, Lemonade, <laughs> like. You can also, like, there are many different ways to lose trust in a relationship. And I suppose whatever outcome you decide on is the right outcome for you. Sure. But if you've already decided to move on. Maybe you should just move on. Keep the train moving. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm actually more worried about her career. Like, she hasn't had a hit or, like, an objectively... And she's not trying to anymore. She's making religious movies and Capital One ads. And she's getting paid, as we learn so. in the in the Vanity Fair article. It's true. And I'm happy she's getting paid. Work, woman. But... I just want I just want the best for her all around, and that includes her career output. It would be cool if they actually didn't. Well, I guess the divorce hasn't gone through, right? Not yet. I think it would be cool if they were like legally divorced and then just kind of had a like ongoing relationship as Jennifer Garner made room for it in her life. Sure. I guess that would be really hard on the kids. I would like her to get a steady TV show, and like she should just get like a Hulu show or something. That seems that seems great. There's got to be like an up and coming streaming network that could just throw Jennifer Garner a show. Sure, or like the Kings who wrote The Good Wife. They're free, right? Oh, yeah. Show for Jennifer Garner. Okay, yeah. I would like. To, I just want. I want the best for her. And I don't know if that includes Ben Affleck, but this is this is vexing. Though I just let's. It's true. Long term, I don't know. If this is a good thing, but like making out in Paris. Like shout out to you guys. Totally, that's good, great. Good job. Great. Keep doing you, Jennifer I hope Garner. it's a nice hotel. I'm, sh- I'm sure it is. I'm sure <laughs> it's incredible. Do they have casinos in Paris for Ben Affleck? No, God. I actually don't know about that. No, I know that they have... He's probably going to, you know, somewhere on the Riviera. Probably. Good point. He's probably, like, just goes, like, for the night and comes back. Yeah. I'm very sketchy on my European geography, but I think that's doable <laughs> in one evening. I don't really anyway, know, though. All right. So, Next. in conclusion, Jennifer Garner, we continue to support you. Uh, make good choices. Yeah, make good choices. Think about your kids. what you're doing. Yeah. Um, speaking of people who don't make good choices, oh, the Kardashians are in Cuba. Can you tell me why they're in Cuba? They're in Cuba. Fil- well, they're in Cuba filming for their television show. They are in Cuba. So that's the annual family vacation? Yes, I believe so. I mean, you know, I haven't seen the Previous, previous locations include Thailand. Yes. And I think they went to I think they went to the French Riviera once. I don't remember that one. The women took a really nice trip to the Caribbean somewhere, oh. and they stayed at a hotel called La Banane, which mm. I've like always wanted to like say as it. in a banana. Yes, but you know, French. cool. So um, much French going on in this podcast today. We, okay, no, I'm not doing a French accent. I wish Chris <laughs> Ryan were here to just like start doing Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> anyway, um, they are filming their show in Cuba. That's like the given reason why they're there obviously you know they're they're taking advantage of like the newly unembargoed cuba and just like get as much um presumably they're inspired by obama and the sport of baseball yeah i'm sure that those were the two things that no i mean they're just there because to get attention it's very weird i have have one suspicion about it which Mm is um i've often heard that the ratings for the show are actually not that good compared with their celebrity and i wonder if like this was a cheap place for them to go for and for the production to go i'm sure that that was part of it yeah um i think that's also why like cuba is in every single magazine currently because mm-hmm. it is a cheap exotic place to go and okay. shoot okay thanks for bringing that up yeah. so not only are the kardashians in cuba there's yeah. also a big new york magazine the cut article this week about how uh, carl lagerfeld's chanel show in cuba right and starring so- uh, Tilda Swinton and Giselle, I believe. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I don't know whether it's the article or the fashion show. I I think both were like fairly tone deaf in terms of just parachuting in and being like, isn't this fabulous? And ignoring all of like the economic and political realities there. Uh, not a great look, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's an issue. A lot of people just showing up in Cuba and saying really dumb things. The article made this seem like the most tone deaf fashion show, mm-hmm. like in the history of the world. It kind of referred to like the plight of having been a socialist country for 50 years, more than that, as like something like cute 
or like adorable. Like those were two words that were used. I know, to be fair, those were like overheard from fashion editors. In, yeah. Which, I mean, not to defend it, but. It's not, it's not that the writer made it seem like yeah. it was cute or adorable, but it made it seem like yeah. like the general Chanel production right. had no context for why like Cuba was the way it was. Right. Like there's a quote from Tilda Swinton saying it like reminded her of fashion in the 80s God. when people like weren't taking Tilda. photos. And Tilda, it was, I love you, but oh. It was like no one's ever heard of Cuba before. Right. It's like they were on Mars and they didn't right. know what to expect. And so this was the problem. Like the Kardashians are obviously posting constantly a- yes. about their trip. So like Chloe- I'm going to bring up Courtney's tweet for us. Oh yeah, that's a great one. But first there was like Chloe who was just like posing under some sort of statue of Fidel and like looking really sexy. And people were kind of like, um, (laughs) maybe we should kind of put this in some sort of political context. But, you know, obviously she doesn't know that. Uh, There was also a really great New York Post, I believe, article about how the Kardashians were not having a good time in Cuba because there wasn't enough Wi-Fi to support their Snapchatting. That's crazy. Which is next level incredible. I hope that that's true. Um, There's also a picture of um, Kris Jenner, like, sitting on top of a convertible mini in Cuba, just, like, throwing her arms up, being like, hey, I'm here. And it's like a happy Mother's Day photo. It's so unbelievable. And then Chloe did one of herself like, against, like, a orange wall with the right. quote of herself, just so it's clear. No, this is, this is Courtney. Sorry, this is Courtney. You are so brave and quiet, I forget you are suffering. Ernest Hemingway. Jesus Christ. So I guess they were going to Ernest Hemingway's house that day. <laughs> and it's just, it's shocking. It's just the most, like, unaware bizarre development in the Kardashian world. So much of what they do, you can say like, this is, they have no awareness or whatever. But when you, uh, when you introduce like an element of like geopolitical history and a lack of understanding of where you are, it's like, it's repulsive. I find it repulsive. It's like cultural appropriation 101, like in things not to do. And just also really stupid. My favorite part of the same New York post article, um, that said that they were really mad about not being able to Snapchat, which is like, no, also pointed out that literally no one in Cuba knows who they are and doesn't care about them because they're not like up on the Kardashians. (laughs) They're not familiar like with the E network, which I thought was like a really great bit of karma. I love that. Uh, Retribution. Yeah. Not the best week for them. No, definitely not. Um, They're just, I'm not like a fan of the show. I, I do like how into their family they are. And I think that's genuine. Yes. But like they feel like this trip is like a perfect encapsulation of like why I find their brand of celebrity objectionable, which is like, there's going, there's no context to any of it. It's just like self-promotion for the sake of self-promotion. And like, that Mm -hmm. is both like the MO and the end goal is to constantly promote, promote, promote. And when you against like a certain back, like in LA, like on their show, like the backdrop is not as astounding, but when you like pluck them out of like basically luxury, it's just like kind of, astounding this is as close to putting them in a vacuum as you can get yes that's true i would agree with all of that i'm a little softer on the kardashians in general than you are i find them pretty entertaining i've been known to like turn the show on um it is it's one thing when it's self-promotion and the only thing that is at stake is their own lives right um and they're just there they're operating within the vacuum of los angeles where everything is like shallow and ridiculous sure It's basically a city meant for reality television. Yes, absolutely. And there's something just about, the, as you said, the lack of awareness and putting them in another context where they don't matter at all and are just blundering through it um, in such an ignorant way. It's almost like they're in front of like an ignorance green screen. (laughs) 
And it's like, one of the places it would look the worst for us to go. And they found it. And they're milking it for all yeah. they're worth. Yeah. The other thing I just want to say, there were, you know, they did some sort of dance class, um, which... Like, I don't know. I, it's Nothing about this is sensitive or correct. We have agreed with that. But they put the little children, they made all the little children dance and the photos were very cute. <laughs> the kids just are like, cute. The which, kids by are the way, it's just like the sentence I just said, and I'm guilty of it, but that is like a summation of how the Kardashians work and how they are the most successful like sure. family currently in business is because they do all of this highly objectionable, like really stupid stuff. And then they hit on one cute or funny thing and like idiots like me are like oh but i like that the kids so are cute fine. uh did you see the picture of saint west no adorable baby a new one yeah kanye no. was holding him in the airport i guess on the way okay. to cuba i missed that it was he's really cute they're both extremely cute yeah they're really good looking nor kids. has great style i know she's great clothes yeah. also i find courtney's kids to be adorable i too. was about to say i'm really partial to penelope yeah she was a really cute baby penelope's got a lot of attitude <laughs> penelope looks so much like her brother mason yes. it's crazy yes it's and weird when siblings look that alike and it's very cute that penelope and north are like best friends and always holding hands yeah. and being like girl power that is yeah. really cute. okay so now we're part of the problem it's true yeah I really wish Kanye West wasn't in their family. I just keep coming back to that. Wow. It's really hard for me. Because, like, him being involved in their their type of, like, commercial endeavors, like, just really complicates his work. Which maybe isn't fair to him and, like, is I'm, like, I'm reading too much into it. But, like, it's hard for me to listen to his music since he's gotten together with Kim Kardashian without wondering about, like, the Kardashian effect on his work. And I love his work. Interesting. I sort of see, I feel that like Kim and Kanye came at the right moment for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like, I don't know musically whether it was the best moment for Kanye. I, sure. I think that that's an interesting point, though. Um, you know, I think musically everyone has their ups and downs. Sure. I do feel that in terms of relevance, um, it really helped both Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. Also, she seems like she's improved as a result of the relationship more than he has like gotten worse and however you could quantify that. I mean, yeah. the thing is like, I just like, I love his music and I think he's a genius. So the, if he's upset- not focusing on the, <laughs> and yeah, it just like upsets true. me that like this group of people that I find objectionable is so closely tied to like music that I really enjoy and like think he's a valuable member of like the creative world. That's interesting. It just like upsets me. I still, I, yeah, I don't feel that way at all, but I think it is also because I like the Kardashians a little more than you do. Right. Like this is more my own problem really than That's anyone fine. else's. It's good. It's good to have complicated feelings. But like, I think Famous is such a good song. Like I, probably my second favorite from that album. What's the number one? Um, Ultralight Beams. Yeah. Ultralight Beams. I was thinking about this. I was trying to think about the Song of Summer this morning and I was like, hmm. Which doesn't, is not a thing that exists anymore because music is separate from. I recall when you wrote about seasonal. that for Vulture. It was mm-hmm. before I knew you. And yeah. I was like, yes, this is great. Yeah. And I was, th- I, we can go into that another time. But then I was just thinking a little bit about like the songs of 2016. I think Ultra Light Beam is still number one. Um, I'm very excited about the Chance record. Absolutely. I Did agree you like you. Blessing? Blessings? Whatever. Yeah, of course. It's really good. He's really good. Yeah. I'm a human. I have feelings. <laughs> Did you see the cover of Complex with Chance and Lin-Manuel Miranda? Oh my God. I was just like, wow, they've captured the zeitgeist. Wow. They've literally captured the zeitgeist and they're like standing on top of a construction site, like riffing on that really famous, um, photograph of the, of the, of the oh, construction the, workers. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like on top of a beam. They're wearing overalls and like the, just the headline is self-made. And I was like, that's this, great. I was like, this is that's great. That's great work. It really is. I was like, good job. And also really impressed. You got Chance and Lin-Manuel mm-hmm. Miranda. Totally. It was really good. Okay, let's move on. First, let's talk about our sponsors, though. 
Juliet. Yes? Would you ever pay for something that makes your life worse? I could see myself getting suckered into it. No, really Juliet, the answer it. is of course you wouldn't. Of course not. And that, But that's exactly what these big home security companies will force you to do. First, they'll get you to buy one of those old wired systems. Then they'll drill a bunch of holes in your walls to install the thing. And if you aren't happy with the results, guess what? You still owe them thousands of dollars besides, because you signed a long-term contract. That sounds horrible. That really would suck if I owned a home. If you're looking for a security system, go with Simply Safe. Simply Safe got rid of everything wrong with the home security industry. No drilling. It's wireless. No long-term contracts. No hidden fees. You'll never be stuck paying for something you don't want, Juliet. And 24-7 monitoring is just $14.99 a month. That's three times less than most security companies. Visit simplysafe33.com to get a 10% discount just for listening to this show. That's simplysafe33.com. While you're being safe, why don't you also try cooking at home? Let me tell you about plated. Please do. I actually tried it once, so I'm speaking from experience here. If you want to try something different for dinner, you're in luck because plated is the convenient new way to cook better dinners at home. And right now they're offering an irresistible trial deal with your first plated delivery, a free dinner for two in your first box. With plated, I make meals I never imagined I could have. And that's true. I made shishito peppers at home and they were delicious. Yeah, blistered shishito peppers and it was so good. Yeah, I know. And it was actually, they gave me the recipe and I'm going to do it again. And I also just recently introduced my mom to shishito peppers. My adult mother had never had them in her whole life and she was really into them. So now it's like going to be a thing that I can make for her. Did you get one of the ghost peppers? No, thank God. That's good. That's amazing. (laughs) That would have ruined it. The plated even controls the spiciness. That's fantastic. That would have been really tough. But listen, this is how it works. You choose from their delicious, innovative recipes and you get fresh seasonal ingredients delivered to your door on the day that you choose. Inside the box is step-by-step recipe cards that make it easy to create impressive meals at home. You can skip weeks as necessary and cancel any time. If you try plated tonight, you could see what you could be cooking. And I'm telling you, I really want it's to a good try way it. to go. I'm going to do it. I'm very interested. Create chef-designed dinners at home with Plated. Go to plated.com slash BSPN now to get started with your trial and claim a free dinner for two with your first box. Yep, that's a free dinner for two in your first box. Just go to plated.com slash BSPN for terms and details. That's plated.com slash BSPN. It's really been a busy week in the celebrity gossip world. It's true. There's a new baby in town. There's a new baby. So can I show my share my personal story about Please learning do. about the baby? Um, I don't know whether this was a TMZ typo or like someone else on Twitter, but I'm pretty sure it was TMZ. I was made aware that there was a new baby in the world and her name was Amanda Gosling. You know what? I was excited. In general, it's hard out there for an Amanda. Like, mm-hmm. the number of cool Amandas versus the number of, like, not cool Amandas. Who's the number one cool Amanda? Amanda oh, Pete is, like, oh, really the course. only Amanda I that we have. About her. I can't believe that. Like, I love her. It's like, you're too close. <laughs> and so you couldn't remember the number one Amanda. I can't think of any other cool Amandas. Um, yeah, no, there aren't. There are, however, like... One thing we've never discussed is yeah. um, how you have almost the same name as Amanda Knox, right. another famous Amanda. Right. Well, how did that affect your stock as a human? <laughs> it was really tough. So just for everyone everyone at home, my full name is Amanda Knox Dobbins. Uh, that's always been my name. Knox is a family <laughs> name. Um, so when Amanda Knox, the... Uh, Alleged the, murderer. Right, okay. All right. Let's. She was. She, she was proven not, not guilty. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when Amanda Knox got into all the legal troubles in Italy, it was not great for my Google results. Um, and 
I did hear from like, I think my aunt had like a couple second or third cousins email her and be like, that's not our Amanda Knox, is it? Which by the way, is a super uncomfortable thing. That's so not rude. Only, not only is it, was she alleged of being a murderer, but there was like kinky, like sex cult aspects of the allegations oh yeah i didn't know about that like i think one of the theories was that she murdered the um which let's be clear she was not she did not murder anyone but one of the allegations was that the death was part of like a weird sex cult ritual it was her her roommate right yeah um interesting so that was uncomfortable um (laughs) so she's not a top amanda she's not a top amanda i would say that that's like a negative association um i'd say so yes there's Amanda Palmer, which I'm like mm-hmm. not wild about, and um, well, she's a model, Amanda's. Well, here's another thing: Amanda is like one of the most common names on The Bachelor, as far as contestants go. Oh, that's go. true. So that's really tough. There's Amanda, Ashley, and usually like a Laura. Yeah, um, Margaret Lyons, uh, who now works in the New York Times, but formerly a Vulture, did a very comprehensive analysis of the Bachelor contestant names over time, and Amanda was uh, quite high. Uh, quick plug, Bachelor Party returns to Channel 33 on May 17th. Carry on. Can't wait. Thank you. JoJo, it's your time. <laughs> it's your time, girl. Um, okay, so you're happy to have a new Amanda, Amanda Gosling. I was thrilled. I was the, ready. The daughter, I don't know if we said this, the daughter of Ryan Gosling yeah. and Eva Mendez. Yeah, and also, like, you know, for a moment you hear Amanda Gosling and you think, if I lived another life and I were the type of woman who would change my name, like, that's what my name would be. <laughs> should experience that feeling for about 20 seconds before someone rudely tells you that her name is actually Amada. Is and it Amanda, Amada or Amada. Amanda? It's Amada. It is Amada. Amanda was a typo. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I I read it as Amada. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe. And then you told me it was Amanda. Yeah, no. Oh, so it is Amada. It's Amada, yeah. Oh my God. It's Crazy. Upsetting. Oh, I, this whole time I thought it was Amanda. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now you know how I feel. Just wow. snatched away. Amada kind of makes more sense. Like, I can't imagine Ryan Gosling choosing Amanda. For no, his daughter. I can't imagine anyone choosing Amanda for their daughter. Do you think he's like a loving father? It's so hard for me to imagine him with children. What's, yes, the, what's I, the iconic Ryan Gosling role for you? Like when you think oh, Ryan, notebook, come on, notebook, for out of town. This is bizarre, but for me, it's half Nelson. Like I just, You're like, so weird. <laughs> that's, that's not an answer. <laughs> that's the Ryan Gosling I think of, and that guy, while he's probably a very compassionate teacher, I don't know if I'd want him as the father of my children. Yeah, I think of him as notebook. I, I guess th- most people think of him as Noah. Yeah, I think of him as Noah. I really prefer to think of Ryan of only like comedic Ryan Gosling, like in Crazy in, Stupid Love, Crazy Stupid Love, uh, Big Short. Mm, yes, he's very good in that. I have fashion friends. Beautiful, <laughs> incredible quote. I yeah. To be clear, that was a quote. I don't actually have fashion friends. Even as the, uh, <laughs> I bet you do. You, I can think of like one. Um, I think that he's also very charming in Remember the Titans. Oh yeah, sunshine. Yeah, and also I watched Breaker High. Did you watch Breaker High? No, I didn't. Oh, it was it was a Canadian show about semester at sea, but for high school kids that he was on. Yeah, and obviously he's just been he's been around for a long time. There's a lot kind of Gosling to choose from. Who's the football player who looks like Gosling? Um, Jared Goff. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Anyway. Yes. Um, that's a note from our Slack. Yeah, it's true. But he really just like do a side by side. He really the, remember the remember the Titans Gosling and Goff yeah. look exactly like each other. Anyway, yeah, I because so I think of Gosling as like funny, nice, um, 
kind of wry gosling so sure. i think that he would be very cute with children also yesterday i saw a picture of him putting his child into a car seat oh, like a long lens, one long lens paparazzi photo yes and she was wearing uh overalls and he had oh, like a cute. like i'm concentrating dad face so i felt that was great Okay, I, I want to believe he's a good father. I have who do you think gets officially divorced first, Garner Affleck or Mendez Gosling? Well, are Mendez Gosling no, officially not. married? They're not. Sorry, who officially breaks up? Who moves out of the same home? Tate, why is that so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Tate's literally losing. <laughs> That's just so sad. <laughs> Tate, why is this mean? Um. I probably Garner Affleck. I just have a hard time believing in Mendez Gosling. It's just because he doesn't he doesn't um emit pathos in his daily life. When you capture him on Wow. For, like I just think in photographs I don't see him and I'm like, oh that guy has a lot of feelings. Like I just I don't know, I don't see it. I legit just imagine him doing like the baby talk and offering her pancakes every morning, <laughs> a la notebook. I've seen the notebook a lot of times. It's a great American film. Um Yeah, I it's tough for me because Gosling's one of the ones I really love, and so I'm just like a little like hurt that he's with Ava Minnesota. I guess you like why you have to do that. I don't that. really love him. He's just not the one for me. You, I don't know why, but he's just not. You are baffling to me. We are <laughs> you are a, a kindred spirit to me in so many ways, and when it comes to your taste in men, it's just like I, I'm all over the map. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of that. Um, I think also <laughs> I think it's because I can't imagine him like sitting down with a book. Even though he reads Walt Whitman uh, in the notebook, I just can't imagine that Ryan Gosling reads He's like reads the guy who has inherent vice on the bookshelf for when women come over, yeah. but has like, like, never actually read it. Worst case scenario, really into the Fountainhead. Like that is. Oh that God, is... he is really into the Fountainhead. That's terrible. <laughs> That's a really true. Don't you think he would grow out of it though? I hope so. I think so. he was really into the Fountainhead, like in two thousand and four. When he was like very young, when he learned just how to read. after breaking up with Sandra Bullock, please never forget that Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Sandra Bullock. I dated. loved it. She was nine years older, and it was an inspiration. I think that's when she was like thirty, and he was like twenty-one. That's incredible. I know. I love it. As a thirty-year-old woman, it's a dream to think about. Sandra Bullock, a true hero. <laughs> Seriously. So. I think he probably liked the Fountainhead. Like after that breakup, it was one of the ways that he was coping with being dumped by an older woman. But he I like to, to read and picked he, up Ayn Rand. He's a dad now, yes. and he is sensitive. And I like to think that he's moved past it. Do you think he's now he's like into the Rabbit Run books? He's oh just, God, I hope not. Can we? Just, like, I'm stop? assigning him you're, the worst reading you're list. You're ruining him for me right now. He's definitely read some Nascard, and I like don't know how I feel about that. But <laughs> on a plane, no doubt. It's just like more out of like general curiosity because he wants to be plugged into the culture than because he thinks that like my struggle is the way to go. Sure, he's probably like, yeah, my struggle, man. <laughs> Jesus hey, girl, <laughs> let me tell you about my struggle. Taken. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Unsubscribe. You're ruining Ryan Gosling for me. This is not okay. Okay, something else that is baffling that happened this week is it came out this morning that Jenny Slate and Chris Evans are now dating Jenny Slate of Marcel the Shell, Obvious Child, and Recently Girls, and Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America. I Cap. love it. I'm just... I'm into it, too. I'm so thrilled. There was a lot of debate in the Ringer offices about whether this was the right move for Jenny Slate. How can anyone argue it's the wrong move? I really don't know, but there were a lot of people out here trying to front like Chris Evans is not a man that you would want to have sex with. And let's just be clear. The one thing that Chris Evans has going is that you he want is to a have man that you want to have sex with him. That is his appeal. That is that That's is why how, he's Captain America. That's it. That's all he has. I believe he broke out in not another teen movie because he was like naked in that movie at one point. Like, yeah. doesn't he do the whipped cream bikini but on his penis in that movie? Yes. So he is the Ali Larder of yeah. our lives, but as a man. Yeah. So, 
like object he has been objectified like that is like how he came into the consciousness that's that's his job as an object of sexual desire yeah that's his job so jenny slate's making good on that i feel i feel really great for her and some people felt that it was sort of a denial of her general place in the culture and that's also absurd. just like a different people are mostly just upset about marcel the shell but like here's the thing People are just really upset that Marcel the Shell like may no longer exist because it's something that she worked on with her ex-husband. Yes. Who apparently I did some reading. She and her ex-husband broke up amicably. Okay. According to Us Weekly. I choose to believe that. Well, I'm not surprised to hear that. Well, I'm not surprised that maybe it like wasn't working for both of them because I feel like he was a really big part of her stand-up routine. Mm-hmm. And in general, they work together a lot. And yeah. then she kind of just like got more famous and has done a few things that have been like really beloved. Yeah. And that, that's often not great for Hollywood marriages. Yeah, that's tough. We're, we we know that very well on Jam Session. Yeah. Um, I do wonder if this like in any way could be bad for her comedy career. Maybe not her acting career, but she was like deep, deeply embedded in this comedy world that she and her husband were both in, I, I believe. And I say that based on uh, her stand-up act that I saw right. like, like two years ago. I think she'll be okay. They, uh, She and Chris Evans apparently met on the set of a movie that they filmed together. So oh, it's coming soon? Yeah, so her career is doing okay. Um, I loved Obvious Child. I did too. Great movie, and she's very good in it. And she discovered our friend... Uh, Jake, Jake Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. That was the that was the beginning of Jake Lacey's career as playing literally impossibly nice guys. Like the, guy. the, yeah, like the guy that he plays in everything, it does not exist. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. But yeah, he seems lovely <laughs> based on those Ooh. guys. Because then he played Fran on Girls. He was on the he was like the gym replacement for the last season of The Office. It's ridiculous. And he was also in our least favorite movie of 2016, How to Be Single. Yes, that was upsetting. <laughs> I'm ignoring that part. Um, so you listened to the Anna Ferris podcast yes. with so, Chris and Jenny. So we learned this news that uh, Chris and Jenny are dating. It's and then it was also confirmed to people. So like I think this is really I think real. it's legit. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her too. But so uh many people on the internet pointed out that a little while ago, uh Chris Evans and Jenny Slate were on Anna Ferris's podcast together. Uh, so I went back to the source material to look for origins. <laughs> I, okay, You're a great journalist. So I'm going to say this. I only made it through 20 or 25 minutes because... It's a long podcast, as I said. It's a long on podcast. A and at some podcast. point, it turned into like a long conversation uh, about like waxing <laughs> and, and Chris Evans expressing some like pretty retrograde and on ungreat opinions about you know how groomed a woman should be that she's interested in that was not great for me i really i went in hot for chris evans and i was a little less uh Hmm. that makes me go hmm it makes me go hmm too it makes me rethink my chris rankings oh i don't know if i'm gonna knock chris evans down from the number one spot but i was just like well now i have to kind of reassess this interesting i really like the hemsworth family so i'd put chris hemsworth at number one having seen very little of his work but yeah. just in general, <laughs> liking him and his family. I he liked him in the, in the photograph from the upcoming Ghostbusters movie that was released. He looks sure. great. That's like basically an ideal Chris Hemsworth situation. I haven't seen Thor, but I have seen the Avengers. And he was delightful in that. Yeah, he's very good. I heard that Rush was a good movie. It was not a great movie, but he was really charming in it. And basically his shirt was like never buttoned. So that is all you want. I'm actually obsessed with the third Hemsworth, Luke. Sure. Shorter and less famous than his brothers. And therefore I just like interested in him. So, okay. Sorry. Back to Chris Pine. I mean, Chris Evans. Oh yeah. We forgot about Chris Pine too. He's out. He's out. He's okay. Uh, I like that he cried at the Oscars. 
I, I like him in Star Trek. I like the Star Trek movies. I'm Me not too. a Trekkie, so I can enjoy them without sure. like objecting to their like how they're not making good on the on the series. But yeah, I, I, he's number three for me. I go, I go Hemsworth, Evans, Pine. Okay. There's a fourth Chris that we're forgetting. Who are we Pratt, forgetting? Obviously, oh, related to Anna Ferris, who I love, but is like a little too beefy and a little too he's honestly, goofy for me. He, I would say he's too full of a person to be ranked. Yes, like it's true. Like that's a good point. Like he is like beyond rankings because yes. he is like a real fully formed person. Yeah. At so least I, to me, I'm sure they all I are. I think that's great. I think that that should be our policy. <laughs> um, so of the other three, I think I went Evans, uh, Pine, Hemsworth. Mm. But because, you know, I like assholes. Yeah. But I, as... Don't we all? Yeah. As, as I learned on this podcast, Chris Evans is maybe too much of an asshole. <laughs> so I'm going to rethink that. Anyway, before the really unfortunate grooming conversation, I just want to say also that I thought Jenny Slate handled the grooming conversation very well. Interesting. And made, like, a lot of great points about women should do what they want. So, like, shout out to Jenny Slate. Do you think they had sex yet? At that uh, point? Yeah, definitely. Um, Interesting. That's an important wrinkle. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. It started out with 10 minutes of conversation um, about male-female friendships and, like, heterosexual friendships uh, and how important that is. And it's, like, so great to have a platonic, like, male or female best friend. And Anna Ferris is talking with, like, her podcast producer, who is her best friend. A man. Yeah. And then, and she's like, it seems like you two have a relationship just like we do. And they talk about, um, and so then Chris Evans and Jenny Slate talk about how they just met, but it's so amazing. And like, what a connection. It's so important to have friends, which is just like warning signs, like oh, flaring man. up. Come on, guys. You we are, love each other so yeah, much as no. friends. And then like you fell onto each other's genitals. It's fine. But <laughs> the other thing that happens is that, that Chris Evans is talking about how, um, Having like women friends has always been really important to him. That's uh-huh. like a core part of his identity. And okay, he's talking... I can get behind that. I don't know. I don't know because he's talking. I about... like having women friends too. I do too. But he's talking about this. Like he's like my best friend is a woman like who I grew up with in Massachusetts and I've known her forever and we're best friends. And like I don't want to make assumptions about this woman. Like you know I don't know what kind of relationship she's interested in like she's her own person but like I was just thinking how pissed do you think this chick is that she's just been like it friend zoned with Chris Evans for her whole life I would be so mad so upsetting it's kind of like can you imagine the indignity oh that's like the beginning of Dawson's Creek Joey and Pacey yeah it's true it's Chris like, Evans is and no Jenny one's Slate friend. is the Jen, you know, come yeah. the new girl in town. Chris Evans is no one's friend. He's not there. He is not meant to be friends. That's not his role in life. Damn. Did he come across likable other than some of your previously stated qualms? It was really broy. I'm going to listen to it. That just doesn't surprise me. Also, it kind of sounds like that is not necessarily Jenny Slate's scene. So it also kind of doesn't surprise me. That she yeah, fell and she into was it. she was talking a little bit about that. She was like, I didn't know if we would be friends because you know he's such a he's a bro and he's in superhero movies and I'm interested in feminist concerns. That's a real thing she said, by the way. Jenny Slate's a hero. Um, and then she's like, but then we met and we just. You know, and then I was like, oh, and you like really wanted to bang each other. I love Congrats. this. I kind of love this story. You. Yeah, it's great. I hope they're having the best sex of their lives. Me too. I hope it lasts for like three to four months until they're both like ready to move on. Can't and it's not acrimonious. Let's send them to Paris. I don't know. Like, yeah, okay, great. Kiss in the hotel bar, guys. <laughs> I heard, I just found out it's the city of love. <laughs> all right. You know, let's end on that note. Have great sex. Yes. Good luck to all of you. 
And thank you again to Simply Safe. Most home security companies just make your life worse. They drill holes in your walls to install an outdated system, and then they lock you in an ironclad long-term contract. If you're looking to protect your family, go with Simply Safe. No wires, no drilling, no hidden fees, and no long-term contracts. 24/7 monitoring is just $14.99 a month. Visit simplysafe33.com to get a 10% discount. That's simplysafe33.com. And don't forget, we also want to thank Plated. Want to try something different for dinner? Well, you're in luck with Plated, the convenient new way to cook better dinners at home. Choose delicious, innovative recipes and get fresh, seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. Try Plated and see what you could be cooking tonight. Again, go to plated.com slash bspn to get started with your free trial and claim a free dinner for two with your first box. That's plated.com slash bspn. This has been Jam Session, and we thank you for listening. Thanks, guys.